Hello kids. Welcome to an all-new edition of the Metal Injection Livecast. Before we get to the show, how about a little pop quiz? If I put my metallic dick in your face, would you see me coming? No, you are incorrect. That was a trick question. I came about 30 seconds ago. Ha ha, ha ha, ha ha. Now here's the show. <laughs> we are back. We have an amazing show tonight. When Bland, uh, when Chuck Blandington comes, he comes like the T1000 liquid uh, mercury, like from T Terminator Two. Good job, Rob. That's a little. That's a little preview. Uh, about, a little preview of one of the comedy bits we're playing in a minute. That guy sounded uh, Pakistani in it. He is actually yeah. literally Pakistani. I'm it's, good. It's Kumail uh, Nanjiani. You're good. Sid. You remember names. He's funny. Why? <laughs> So I could go see him perform. Okay. If I don't remember his name, I'll just be like, when is that guy performing? And then they'll be like, well, who's that guy? I don't know, that the guy with the talks. <laughs> I'll never see him again. Yeah, because there's so many other comedians with the first name Kumail. Exactly, that's why you have to remember the name. Well, I remember his first name, <laughs> I don't remember the last name. Do you remember that mm-hmm. guy that was opening for David Cross that time that we went, Rob? The really funny one? I don't remember what his name is. Is that Aziz Ansari? No, no. No, it was a like a it was an Irish guy. A miserable yeah. Irish guy. I don't remember, but that guy was funny. Yeah. That's why you was should he a remember leprechaun? Names. No. He was a big uh angry Irish guy. Was I there? No. No. Oh, this is a show I didn't go to, right? Correct. <laughs> so if you weren't no. there, that would definitely be a show that you didn't go to. Yeah. That's Just making sure. That works. Just making sure. So I'll say what's on the show today. Well, uh, we have a huge show with two big guests. They've put on some weight. Uh, we have Greg Weeks from the Red Cord, and really for Metal Injection. I mean, he's really pretty much a correspondent at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's going to be calling in because, of course, they put out their new CD fed through the teeth machine earlier this week and it is amazing he's going to be calling in pretty soon actually in the next uh, couple of minutes okay and uh also oh, good <laughs> yeah uh rob is pleased and later on in the show uh from between the barrett and me uh, paul wagner and uh, he will be <laughs> he will be on the show and of course between the barrett and me put out a cd this week called the great misdirect have you heard both albums, Rob? I, I have. I've been listening to them on repeat, basically. Which one do you like more? It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Cause Don't you have you know, to like one better than yeah. the other. I mean, it's kind, not, they're very equal. different. Nothing is equal. It's just trying to create friction for yeah. when the guy calls. Well, uh, I think I like the Between the Baron and Me CD a little better. Wow. Yeah, I'm putting it out Are there. you only saying that because you know your relationship with the Red Court is so close that they won't be offended if you talk shit? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm pretty good friends with Between the, between the Baron and Me as well, but... Uh, so what do you have to gain by saying that you like their album more? I don't have anything. <laughs> the record sales are at stake here, man. You asked me. Yeah. Sid can't believe that you're not just giving a cynical answer yeah, just for some reason. Kind of calculate the purpose behind his answer. Can't believe that you're not just say, making something up and you're telling the truth. No. Yeah, no, I'm being completely honest here. Yeah. Uh, so we have that. And of course, uh, this week, Darren, 3D, is completely in control of the playlist. Uh-huh. We say completely, uh, we mean that he 
picked a bunch of songs, but we're also going to play Between the Barry Me and a Red Chord song. <laughs> I consider that part of the show. Like, we're plugging their... Right, right, their, yeah. Their uh, appearances, plugging their album. But other than those tracks, uh, Darren uh, is picking a bunch of the music, and even, even if we don't get to all of it this week, we will play it next week. Or really, all it is is like 18 Nazareth songs. Yeah. How'd you know? Why are you going to spoil it for everybody? <laughs> uh, uh, and I stuck a couple of Attack Attack tracks. Oh, no, <laughs> you silly guy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I mean, it's a loaded show. We have a good show. We also got the uh, new Slayer album. Oh yeah, that's right. We're going to be playing new Slayer. Is that a, allowed? A new, not the whole album. I mean, you can find that online. I think it's allowed it, but, uh, because we could technically lie and say that we got a promo of it. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, tell the truth. And say I mean, yeah, we got a promo of <laughs> it. What label are they on? Uh, some small label. I think it's Sony. Okay, we got a promo from Sony. There we go. Label. Never heard of them. <laughs> uh, I think it's Italian. <laughs> so is that why you're wearing your leather jacket today, Darren? No, I wore it because it was cold, actually. Mm. So cold today. That's my go-to uh, middle middle coldness level jacket. It's the MC jacket. Right. Haven't I like really it. been that level yet. I like it because it matches my leather jacket. So we should go out uh, like and do our grocery shopping and dress as metalheads together. <laughs> arm in arm. Okay. Like, like an annoying metalhead couple, like the ones you see at the white trash fairs and stuff that wear the same outfit, but we'll be metal about it. That's cool. I would like to see that. We should wear I think linked, all four uh, of us should have metal injection uniforms and we could go out wearing them. I think no one sh- and I should wear linked nose chains so, <laughs> so we don't get separated. And they'll be sort of hot. That I would get be, lost that a would lot. be pretty good. amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. What if one of you like drops a quarter and goes to goes to get it? You'd well, be that'll fucked. be a problem. That won't be a problem because we're both Jews, so we'll both, <laughs> both we'll immediately go to the to well, coin. Also, at the you're same both time. Jews, so your noses are so big that they reach to the floor anyway. So it doesn't matter. You snort that quarter right up. You don't even have to bend over. We both have coin vacuums anyway, so we don't yeah. have to bend. Ant eaters. Ah, Jew jokes early in the podcasts. Just get them all out there, guys. Get them all out there. You know, that's what I say. <laughs> uh, another thing uh, I wanted to talk about was uh, me and Sid were watching the Colbert Report. Mm. And uh, it was, you know, it was pretty crazy. Uh, you never know when there's going to be a mental reference pulled on TV. But right. I posted about this on the site earlier today. I think it was today I posted mm-hmm. about it. Uh, but uh, there's a new website called HollywoodIsCalling.com. Uh-huh. <laughs> I and, know about this. And uh, basically, it's like B and C level celebrities, like You're being Luke, generous, <laughs> D level celebrities. Uh, basically, if you pay them uh, three hundred dollars, well, depends. There's different. There's yeah. different. There's like a nineteen dollar like uh, voicemail call, yeah. or like a. But then, like for three hundred dollars, they will read your resume for you in a video, <laughs> which I don't understand why that's worth 300 So So, like, it, it varies on how much of a loser they are, like, how much it costs? The, the prices seem to be flat. Like you, no, it's you, about the medium and the length of time. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, like, you can, you can get, like, a video chat with them. Mm-hmm. You could, like, ha- like, basically, if you just go to L.A. and just hang out on the street, you can get the same thing from that person for free because right. they're just yeah. roaming the streets. <laughs> well, but, who's, who's on this website? Uh, well, let's see. A lot, a lot of people we never heard of. You ever, you remember that movie, An American Werewolf in London? Sure. Yeah. That guy. 
C. Is Thomas the, Howell? No, uh, David Naughton. Oh, Mr. Oh, right. Belding. Mr. Yeah. Bell, Larry yeah, Holmes, Larry Lou Holmes. Ferrigno. Well, say the one the that's... The gay uh, guy off The Sopranos, the gay... Um, oh, Vito? Guy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Dave Ellison, <laughs> former bassist of Megadeth. You know what's sad is that Dave Ellison's like the most famous yeah, of, that's the, of those guys. <laughs> that's the one that uh, that Stephen Colbert called out. I actually want to I want to play this clip. Uh, let me just cue it up. But yeah, pretty much he is basically the, the only guy that... Uh, you know, is somewhat notable and sort of worth it. They have not- him doing a sample, right? Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Well, now you can really give your resume the star treatment. Thanks to HollywoodIsCalling.com. For just $300, a celebrity will videotape themselves reading your resume. <laughs> what kind of celebrity? Only the creme de la 20 years ago. <laughs> Stars like Lou Ferrigno. Lorenzo Lamas and Sir Ben Kingsley. I'm sorry, I mispronounced that. I meant to say the guy who played the principal on Saved by the Bell. (laughs) Just think how thrilling your cover letter will be when it's read by former Megadeth bassist David Ellefson, as he does here. Hello, my name is John Smith, and I'm a music teacher who has spent the last 10 years teaching music in Michigan. I've also come up with some unique new ways to make a music program self-supporting and revenue-generating. And I think it would be a great privilege to work for you, and I hope that you will give it consideration. He could use a little bit more charisma. Yeah, and first of all, why would he say, why would he speak in the first person, yeah. you know, about that I'm guy? John Smith. He's just, he was given a piece of paper to read, and he yeah, just Yeah, that's pretty much word. what it looks like. But do you want to hand that to your prospective employer? Yeah, like, like who would... <laughs> Because you're not that guy, so why would he? He dirty. Maybe you're your a prospective employer is a big Megadeth fan. True, but why don't you just have Dave Ellison say, "Hey, I'm this is this is a, a spokesperson for Sid." Well, you can you have know. that too. You can. Well, he, they'll read whatever you write. But I'm saying, why well, give that as an example? Where he pretends to be you. I like, don't is know. he going to come and do? They're the not job even too? that creative. <laughs> No, they won't offer you any creative ideas. That's all up to you. This is already starting off on the wrong foot. I read the FAQ. They're so like strict with the rules. Like you could have the the celebrity at a predetermined time call up a friend or call you up for like thirty seconds to say hello or like happy birthday or whatever. And in the FAQ, it's like. If uh, I pick up the phone instead of my friend when the celebrity calls, will the celebrity hold on while I go get my friend? Yeah. It's like, no, it's 30 seconds. Whenever that 30 seconds is up, that's it. Oh, what if he's taking a dump? It's so dickish. It's so dickish. (laughs) Well, they have better things to do with their time. They call other other people. (laughs) You do the same thing all day long. For 75 bucks, they do your grocery shopping. (laughs) See, that I might take them up on. (laughs) That would be so bad. Jenny needs a new houseboy. Do you think Dave Ellison would do that? (laughs) Is he into feet? I'm sure he... Yeah, why not? Dude. Hello, this is Dave Ellison, and I'm uh, here to watch you walk around in high heels all day. <laughs> Do your laundry. She walks so, around in flip-flops. So should we say what the idea you had was, or you want to save it as what a surprise? Think, Rob? I, I don't think we're, we'll ever be able to pull it off, so mm-hmm. definitely... <laughs> so definitely I could say it? Yeah, yeah, well, go ahead. Bring up the chat room, because I want to see the response of the, the, the fans <laughs> to this idea. My idea was we collect 300 bucks... And we send Dave Ellison a resume to read, but the resume is Dave Mustaine's resume as if he's applying to join Metallica again. (laughs) Now, if he says no, we get our money back. No big loss. But if he does it, would that not be the coolest thing we've ever done? I don't know why why we're not doing it. Is he even allowed to refuse? No, yeah, they could could refuse for whatever reason. And he probably will. But if not, I think that would be hilarious. Well, does it say if they refuse, we get a full refund? Yeah, yeah. 
Well, if he doesn't do any of that, well, if then he doesn't I don't see why not. If he doesn't do that, we like should it. make up other stuff like like applying to the KKK or something. You know. I think the chat room approves. <laughs> we should just play, like make up a whole bunch of different ridiculous things that make Dave Ellison say it. People are into it. The chat room is into yes. it. Definitely. Finally, fact, I've won the chat room over to my Jaren's Tossed Salad, we are not too poor. We can <laughs> no. definitely pull that off. Are you telling the real one and have them pay? No, the the, the dude tossing your salad, he just (laughs) whispered into my ear. No, the guy in the chat room. I thought my ass was talking. Uh, We should have our fans like come up with funny things for Dave Ellison to say, and then we'll have them. We'll pick the best ones. Yeah, send us some stuff. Hate mail at metalinjection.net. What should we get? We're going to do this. We're going to pay Dave Ellison $300 to do a video message for us. We'll do it out of our own pocket. Then again, we could just arrange an interview with him. I mean, it would be pretty much the same thing. I guess we'll try that first. And if we can't get him for free, then we'll go this other route. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm thinking right now after the Colbert appearance, there's probably a lot of people trying to get interviews with him because all of a sudden he's like. No. (laughs) I think more than two days ago. But he has a job. What is his job? He works A&R for Randall. Who? Which is an amplification company, a speaker company, right? Amps. Amps? Yeah. So basically he calls his friends yeah. and is like, hey, you guys want free amps? I'm like, all right. He's like, okay, cool. So no, he, oh, no, and also, re- no, John he, Smith needs a job. Yeah. <laughs> no, he recruits, he's an A&R guy. He gets bands to get like sponsors. Yeah, that's, he calls his friends and he's like, hey, you guys want free amps? Oh, yeah, basically. <laughs> Were you even listening when I said that the first no, time, no, no, you no. dick? No, I was not. <laughs> I, try to, I try to avoid you as much as possible. Thank you. Thank you. That's hilarious. All right. Poor Dave Ellison. <laughs> yeah, and I guess he really is poor. Oh, you know what else we could do? How about instead of, if he rejects that, mm-hmm. since it's like a video message, how about we just get him to read as if it's Metal Injection's resume and we're giving the resume to the fans? Like, you should watch Metal Injection because, and he's just, like, reading, like, different, he's, like, promoting Metal Injection. I don't see a, re- I don't understand why, uh, why we have to uh, pay th- Three hundred dollars. It's that. comedy. You could write that shit off. No, it's promotion. Promotions budget. <laughs> um, but there are plenty of bands that would do it for free. But it's not as pathetic as sad little Dave Ellison doing it. <laughs> <laughs> There's this whole backstory to this. Is it kind of pathetic though that we're paying him to do? Can it? you put make him put on a tutu or something like? <laughs> we could ask, but then we would be Dave Ellison's employers. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't that be pretty cool to say? It would for, be for a us, day, us and doing our work. Us and Dave Mustaine. It would be in the oh, same category. Yeah, <laughs> yeah former employers. Because uh, we could say we fired him too, and yeah. then then we could release blabbermouth press releases about <laughs> metal injection dissolves relationship with Dave Ellison. <laughs> Site creative differences. We can make t-shirts up with his face on it. You're fired. <laughs> this is endless. It's a gold mine. Yeah, we can definitely found do a it. gold mine. Is there anyone else? Do you have the list of other celebrities on there? No, no I'm, Like at least ninety percent were people. Even I had no idea who the yeah. fuck they were. Give me an example. Well, all right. Uh, one moment. Vic Tabor. Oliver Grunner. Who's that? He, he was in uh, all these movies that I've never heard of. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. Virginia Hay. <laughs> I think I, I think from I know. Farscape and Mad Max Two. No, I thought I knew. Tom you know Candiotti. Picture Tom Candiotti. Mentioned in Sexual Jeopardy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Trina Parks. Martin Lawrence. Amber Smith. <laughs> Sybil Danning. James Hatfield. No. Sid Haig from uh, from uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh God! That guy's fucking creepy. <laughs> Do you know who put this website together? 
So somebody's nephew. It looks. There's like. also a lot of professional wrestlers. Yeah. Really, Lash uh, Larue, oh, Raven, Raven. Yeah, you can you can get Raven. <laughs> well, why? But of all so celebrities, yeah, like I think wrestlers would be the most down to do this because I mean they don't read. have any shame. They need health insurance. That's but right. Uh, right now I think uh, I think it's time for our first guest on the line. Right now we have uh, Greg Weeks. Bassist of the Red Cord and unpaid metal injection correspondent. Is that correct? <laughs> That's very true. That's why it takes me forever to uh, get anything to you guys. <laughs> Greg, is it true you're going to be recording uh, uh, resumes for people? <laughs> yeah, I've actually sent out um, using that uh, undercover footage. I've sent that out to many news affiliations across the country, and a lot of people have bitten. A lot of people have bitten, is all, all right. I'm saying. <laughs> Sweet, sweet. And I just want to remind all of our millions of listeners right now that you can talk to Greg from the Red Cord by uh, giving us a call. Our number is 646-929-1357. Now, Greg, you guys just put out your CD, Fed Through the Teeth Machine, a few days ago. How does it feel? Um, It's pretty awesome. And I just want to warn you, it might get loud. I'm actually at a Mastodon show right now, and they're about to play. So you may hear awesome Mastodon coming in as I answer questions. Wait, Mastodon is on right now? Yeah, they're playing right now. Wow. And if you want, I can maybe yell out requests. If any of your callers want to (laughs) call in and say, this Mastodon song, maybe I can yell it to them. (laughs) Converge just got off stage. They were unbelievable. But yeah, my new record... It's fucking fed through the teeth machine. It was out the 27th. We play some guitars and bass and drums on it, and some guy yells and get it. And if you don't want to get it, then don't get it. That's kind of how I see it. That's the pitch. We, I think we have our first fan on the line wanting to ask you a question, if uh, Noah stops tweeting. Uh, 203, you are on the Zach Beats hotline. Are you there? I am. I am. Who is this? What is right, your name? Uh, this, this question's for Greg. I just, uh, first off, wanted to congratulate you. And uh, the rest of the recorder on an amazing release. That's not a question. Uh, really fantastic album. Um, <laughs> what I really want to talk to you about is uh, your full-time band playing Bacchistra. I, uh, I know you guys just got back from the world tour with uh, Woody Guthrie and Bjork, so you must be uh, pretty exhausted after that. But um, the pressing question on everybody's mind is, uh, when are we seeing a new release? Uh, well, it's funny that, and I would like to thank... Uh, Woody and Bjork for opening up for us. I knew it was a big... We had a long list of famous people we wanted uh, to bring out in the road, and they really stepped up. And they, uh, I know Woody took about 100 bucks a night, and Bjork did 200 for main support, So, which is a surprise. I mean, when you, got, when you have fans of that caliber um, who are willing to do that, it just makes you feel like you're doing the right thing. And um, But as far as the new release, we're looking... Uh, the next time Red Court and Between the Bear and Me go out on the road together... We are definitely, uh, Tommy, myself, and Gunface are going to sit down and uh, start tracking the new record. We have a lot of a lot of ideas on the table right now, a lot of weird sounds. And, um, you know, hopefully we're looking at a late 2010, early 2011 release with uh, World Tour uh, to accompany awesome. it. Yeah. Uh, can you give us a preview? Uh, you know what? I'd love to, but... Um, <laughs> you know, I should have... Gunface was right upstairs, but, uh, you know, we can't. It's a secret. It's all. It's all... It's under wraps for now, and I apologize. We, we, we but, can't uh, give too much away. I understand. You know, we'll, you know, we text, leave your contact information with Rob, and uh, we may we'll, we'll leak it early to you before it leaks to anyone else before the record comes out. 
All right, thank you for your call. And I don't know about Sean. I don't know. Those rumors aren't that true. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Greg, uh, you know, like 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 we mentioned, like we just mentioned, uh, Between the Buried and Me also put out a CD this week, you know? Yeah, yeah, they, they did. They put out they the did. they put out the great misdirect. Now, both of your CDs come out the same week, and with the economy the way it is, some people can't afford to buy both CDs, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, oh, yeah. so I'll, yeah, I'll let you know about this. I'll tell you about the bums in between the barrier to me. Um, <laughs> everyone thinks they're southern gentlemen, but I'll tell you they're just a bunch of uh, you know, for lack of a better term. Not nice people. They're very rude. They've pushed me on several occasions. And uh, I'd just like to say it came on the same exact day, same exact hour, you know, Monday at midnight, Tuesday morning, whatever you want to call it, on the 27th of October this year. And I'd like to say that um, if you're going to buy one, you should definitely not buy ours because it's not as good as theirs. Uh, theirs, I think, is longer. Um, they have longer. more members to make it a better record. Their songs are better, and they're better looking. And uh, Dan, the bass player, doesn't wear shoes. Tommy's very thin and attractive, and they have keyboard. So do not get our record and get theirs, even though they push people around. Wow. Wow. Breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> the basis of the Red Court says do not buy our record. Hmm. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> Soon to be on Blabbermouth. I like it. So you're saying there's some drama. I like this drama that you guys are creating between the two bands. Yeah, one time, uh, one time their drummer beat looked at me, and I did not like it. Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. Oh. Oh. Unbelievable. <laughs> looked right at me. It was, uh, it was awful. How and rude of him. Dusty, who, uh, you know, I mean, the kid's name is Dusty. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Paul with his long hair now, like a hippie. I don't know. I don't like any of this. I don't like But I'll get their record because it's really good. <laughs> now, uh, you know, this this whole controversy thing, it's good because it'll it'll create, you know, create press releases and you guys can go back and forth, right? It can get some uh, some traction in, in the news. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's we, um, and I hope people believe it. We really dislike each other every time we tour it. Separate dressing rooms, separate jets. We don't even take the same jet to every show now. Uh, it's tough. So, no personal helicopters, you know. Uh, it's all about jets nowadays, and we don't even share a jet. <laughs> wow. Could you with those people? Things I'll have changed. You with those people. Things have changed. Uh, now, in well, the you know, we used to be friends. We used to be friends, and now that just all went out the window when we released an album on the same day, and theirs was better, you know? <laughs> naturally. Naturally. Now, uh, in the chat room, in our chat room, we have a live chat going on as the show happens. Rich Hall asks, what is your favorite place to poop when you're on tour? Uh, The ladies' room of any venue. (laughs) Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Because it's usually not as, ironically, not as bloody or uh, puke-filled or covered in shit as the men's room. Not to say that it isn't. It's just not as much. Just somewhat. Yeah. It's a more livable amount of blood and feces. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of blood and feces, you guys are on tour with Guar right now. (laughs) Yeah. Good segue. Uh, I'm sure that's that's been uh, pretty eventful every night. Uh, Well, it's funny because we toured with them in 2006, and it was us getting booed every night, and... um, this, but, but this time we're not actually getting booed anymore, and I kind of missed that. <laughs> wow. 
I'm confused now. Opening for Guarnio is confusing for me because, you know, the kids are two and we suck. And uh, I know we know we suck, but we don't want anyone else to know that. And so, <laughs> so then to not get booed right off the bat uh, on these squash shows is really confusing to me. Um, so I, I encourage anyone who's listening to come out and boo us. When we open for Guam, it'll make me feel better about my life. It'll make me. It'll make it easier to play. Right. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, that sounds like an idea. All right, we'll put that in the press release. And now we have another yeah. caller on the line okay, two. Here we go. Two one four. You are on the phone with Greg Weeks, bassist of Red Chord and vocalist of Plant Vodkastra. Hey, Greg. I was calling to tell you that your album's better than Between and Down. Wow! What, what, what did you say? It's better than what? He it's said it's between your album. I think he was saying whoa, it's better whoa, than. Whoa. Be, he's breaking up here, but he said it's better than the between the Barry Mead record. Two one four. Do you have a question? Are you on the train? Uh, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm calling to ask you about the, uh, the ending of the night. The yep. whip where it slows down and there's tapping. It sounds remarkably uh, similar to a Thursday song. I just thought that was kind of weird. I'm asking, is that like a tapping technique? Like, what's up with that? Uh, well, I don't really discuss anything with Gunface. Everyone in the band kind of does their own thing, and I haven't actually met anyone else in the band, so when they're in the studio, I'm there, so I don't know what the hell he did. Um, it is it is rumored, though, that he did tap the entire thing. He, uh, I believe, holds the chord down with his right hand because he's a freak of nature and was born a lefty, and he taps with his uh, left hand and then moves the chord and I don't know, I'm a bass player, so I usually just ride the E, but that's what I'm told. I think that's what he does. <laughs> All right. Again, I try, not, right. I try not to look at him when he plays. I try not to look at any of my band members right. when they play the instruments, so I don't really know what they do. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's the closest thing as, uh, as I can tell, if I remember it being described to me through other people who saw him do it. <laughs> right. Well, thank you for your call, 214. Now we have a call from New York. You are on the line with Greg you. Weeks. Is this Rich Hall? Hello? Hello. This is definitely Rich Hall. <laughs> Mom? Mom? No. No, you're on the Metal Injection Livecast with Greg Weeks. Oh, hi. Bassist of the Red Chord. Oh, hi. I like that band. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Oh, uh, my question. My question. Uh, what is, where is your favorite place to poop on tour? I know there's a lot of options. Gas station, rest stop, you know, hotel. What's your favorite place? Well, uh, I, I uh, answered this earlier um, via your, I believe it was uh, some sort of blog or email, not go technology or technological terms. It could have been a squat or a twit or something. He blogged us. Something he he blogged it to was, us. Yeah, the question was asked, but um, I'll answer again. Uh, the ladies' room is always good. Or on, or on a kid who comes to the show. One of those two. <laughs> it's touring wow. with Gigi Allen. Yeah. yeah more of in my hand and then I throw it as opposed to like uh, you know a nice fairy where I can sit down so like howler monkeys right yeah yeah Thank you, guys. I want my answer the question. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you for calling in, Rich Hall. Time is winding down on Greg's time on this show. He's a very busy celebrity, so if you want to call in, you better hurry up. The number is 646-929-1357. Now, Greg. I have a shitload of stuff to do. You guys are really taking up all my time (laughs) here. I got to take a nap. Um, I think tomorrow I'm hanging out with my mom. Um, I'm going to go visit her. And then uh, I think I might nap some more. 
Um, maybe play Arkham Asylum for 360. You know, it's tough. You guys are interrupting all this shit. I apologize. Uh, your publicist said it was cool. Yeah. Your publicist yeah, being you. <laughs> um, by the way, was Rich Hall out of breath? He seemed, was he running while he was asking that question? I think he got, like, the whole the whole dialing of the phone seemed like a big process yeah, for him. Losing his mind. He's talking about taking a shit, sweating, and I don't even know what the hell he's doing. You he must did, have one him. of those rotary phones. So, like, that whole yeah. process of dialing must have taken forever. Yeah, it takes a long time. I mean... Yeah. People used to have very strong index fingers, and uh, now it's thumb. Now with the invention of the cellular telephone, it's thumb. Yeah. Uh, Greg, uh, Keith in the chat wants to know what your uh, 360 gamer tag is so he can play against you. Uh, I will tell you this. Uh, there's no way I'm giving that shit out. You kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> joking me right now so I can have all you people trying to contact me and then, you know... You kick my ass in every game and go, dude, I just beat that dude. You know why? Because I'm uh, practicing rock and roll. All right? That's why I'm going to lose to you. Hey, what's up? Ah, wait. So, uh, yeah, so there's no way. I didn't think that was going to happen, but I just thought I'd ask. Now, let me ask you, Greg. On this album, you guys were a four-piece, right? Yeah. Did did you feel... and we still are. Right. That's true. Now, did you feel as a four-piece now, you kind of have to, like, step it up? You have to, like, actually do stuff? Because, you know, you're, you're kind of... No, no. Well, why, you know, why, fix what's, why fix what's not broken? Um, <laughs> and he's the really bassist, did. so even if they so, weren't doing stuff, it wouldn't be him doing it. Well, I mean, he has to carry some of the rhythm, doesn't he? Oh, I thought you were going to say he has to yeah. carry some of the gear. Oh. Because that's probably well, yeah, he, no, I, where you'd no, really have to step that. up lugging equipment. No, we don't carry our own gear. Are you shitting me? Come on. No, <laughs> you're too busy up. shitting Check on kids. Up. <laughs> we we actually I mean you guys have seen us we don't actually put any effort into the show to begin with so when we lost the member you'd think we'd try to step it up but in fact we've actually uh, stepped it down and we we lie down on stage now because there's more room oh <laughs> which we've always wanted to do and uh, we're just that late it's a good time to stretch out take a nap play some songs if we feel like it so come out and see us and you know yeah, be prepared to be let down and bored Right. Now, you guys are going to be touring pretty heavily, right? Like, after after Christmas in 2010, is there going to be some big touring? Big plans? We're hoping to get the fuck out of the U.S. Um, <laughs> for a while, and then come back into the U.S. and rage. I think those are the plans. Oh, so step one. I, I do have January <laughs> off. I've got January off, so... I don't know, maybe I'll do a one-man show. <laughs> Lots of hanging out with your mom in January, right? Yeah, lots of mom hang time, you know, the New Year's and all. Uh, oh, are you speaking of which, are you guys going uh, to... Sorry sorry for any listeners, um, this isn't for you guys. Uh, Rob, are you guys going to be at NAMM this year? Uh, I think we might. We actually are planning on going. Yep. Well, I, um, I'm actually going this year. The one, the first time uh, I've ever gone, so I'm going to go. Oh, wow. Maybe we... Well, yeah. if you're going, we're definitely going to have to get you to do some... Wild stuff. Yeah, I, might break, I might break some stuff. You know me, I'm out of control crazy. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Well, Greg, I so, really appreciate you taking the time out of seeing Mastodon and Converge to give us a call and hang out with us for a few minutes. Uh, we want to play. We want to play a Red Court song from the new album. So we want to ask you what your favorite track is, so that we can bootleg it on our radio show for free for people. Good, good. Well, obviously it's going to be um, one of mine because I don't give a shit about any of Mike's songs. Um, so let's do one that includes uh, Jesse from Stick to Your Guns. He's a very short man, and um, 
but I don't know the actual name of it. I only know the working title. What, what about what, what track I, is if it? I hum it? If I hum it to you, will you know it's near the end? Mm -hmm. I can tell you that. Okay. It's uh, the ugliest truth. That's what it's called. That actually is the final song title, or at least the title that I have. <laughs> yes. No, my... it is. It is. What it was called, the working title was uh, Jesse's Boy, uh, <laughs> because I wrote the song specifically to have Jesse sing on it, and then I thought it'd be funny to allude to the fact that he's a homosexual by calling it Jesse's boy. <laughs> I kind of hear Mastodon a little bit in the background. It's kind of nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's keyboards. You love it. Yeah. Awesome. Why not? It's like a yes show. <laughs> All right. I'll let making, you go. You're making me miss it. I'm you're sorry, You're making dude. me miss it. That's okay, though. <laughs> I'll let you go enjoy that. And uh, <laughs> thanks again, dude, for calling in. I really appreciate it. And make Definitely sure anytime, Rob. Make sure to pick up the Red Chords new CD, Fed Through the Teeth Machine, if you aren't actually picking up the Between the Barrier to Me CD. Is that correct? Yeah. Are you talking to me? Because I already own it. I, I mean, we got copies in advance. But... <laughs> okay, cool. Well, here they are, the Red Chord on the Metal Injection Livecast. Thanks a lot, Greg. two kids that were big fans of this group Judas Priest? 
and they committed suicide, and the parents of these two kids sued the band, Judas Priest. Okay, first of all, two kids, big fans of Judas Priest, commit suicide. Wow. Two less gas station attendants in the world, you know. I don't mean to sound cruel here, but I don't think we lost a cancer cure here, you know? <laughs> Look, there's going to be no delays in the shuttle launch because of this. You understand? They're, they weren't that integral part. No, no, Bill, you sound so cruel. Fuck them. They were idiots. Get it? Okay. <laughs> but the point is, they tried to prove that there are subliminal messages on these albums telling you to kill yourself. Let me ask you a quick question, which, by the way, failed to come up at the trial, which they had. What performer wants his fucking audience dead? I don't get the long-term game here. What are these guys in the band thinking? I'm fighting civic. I'm fighting civic. Civic. What you sick of? The whole fighting thing. Touring. Making $40,000 a night, free drugs, free booze, stretch limos, penthouse suites, groupies blowing me dawn to dusk. I'm in a rut and I want out. I know we have all those shows coming up, I know it's so Unless. <laughs> Ian, Nigel, come in. Oh shit, Nigel, get in. Ian, come down. I've had an idea. Let's kill the fucking audience. Nigel, go get a soccer ball. Ian, come in. We're going to kill them. We can think we can go back to our day jobs. We can sell shoes again. Why would they fucking do that? Why would the band do that? Why? Because it's not a band, Bill, Mr. Dressed in Black. Say fuck every other word out of your mouth, cynical humanist you. It's the devil. Oh, well, that's different. The devil. That, that still exists, that concept? Really? Does it really exist still? The devil? A devil really exists? Does it really, y'all? Well, tell me something. What could oppose God's will? <laughs> Nothing, could it? <laughs> a delightful little realization. <laughs> Nothing could oppose God's will! Not nothing! What about my will? <laughs> now! Okay. Remember a few years ago? Remember a few years ago, as if you played albums backwards, there were satanic messages? Now they're subliminal. Isn't it nice to know Satan's keeping up with all these new technological achievements? What a little busy beaver he is. I picture him at Radio Shack every Monday morning. What new things do you have for me today? Remember that a few years ago? You play albums backwards, there's satanic messages. 
Let me tell you something. If you ever sat around playing your albums backwards, you are Satan. <laughs> don't look any further. And don't go ruining my stereo to prove a fucking point. Come here. Listen. Listen. Can you hear that? Satan is Lord. Satan is Lord. Amen. It's crystal clear. Check this out. It's almost like he's in the room or something. Ah, you're Satan. <laughs> Satan, destroyer of needles, ruiner of stereos. I am Satan, and I have come to destroy high fidelity music. You will all listen to eight tracks.
shame when I post on Rock with some pizzazz It will last my way Move with the rock star You never get accepted as We got to plead the fifth We can't investigate Don't need to wait Get the record straight Hey, Monty in effect Got flavor Terminator Exercise checks Play to get paid We got to check it out Set on the avenue A magazine to do is dissing me And dissing you Yeah, I'm telling you Final selections of me. 
register as our store will be closing in exactly one verse. to Undisputed Avenue to get the fuck out of here. This is your announcer, Chuck Blandington. Pop quiz time. What has got eight eyes, two breasts, and no foreskin? It's the Metal Injection live cast. Part of it? Again. Yes, that was part of it. Rob has shoved a funfetti cake into his mouth. Is that what he calls it now? You didn't even take a bite out of it. You just shoved it into your mouth. Thank you, Jenny. What does funfetti mean? It's those uh, rainbow sprinkle things inside. Got it. I have no idea what that is. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, we're back. Uh, In in case you're just tuning in, you totally missed Greg from the Red Cord. Called in. It was hilarious. You missed part of Mastodon to hang out with us. That was really nice of him. Yeah. Cool Whatever, guy. he probably got into the show for free. No big loss for of him. Of course, because he's a fucking celebrity. Yeah. He's probably got a promo of the Mastodon album. He's not missing anything. And he's honestly, started. every Mastodon... I mean, they're not bad, but every song sounds the same. Okay. <laughs> well, as long as he hears one How song... How many Mastodon much- songs have you heard? One. Like a third <laughs> of like four different songs. <laughs> and sound like no. the same third. We When we did the... When we shot uh, the Intervention, we played like the whole Mastodon album... Um, in the car, we played a whole album, didn't we? Not when I was driving. When we went to that Mexican restaurant. What Mexican I restaurant? Know. I forgot the name of it. Remember we we. Oh, I, but I was driving, and I don't recall. I thought we played. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. By the way, for first time listeners, that was not Slayer that just played. <laughs> that was a parody that we did called South of Trenton. Ew, and Sid. What, I got some of the cream sauce on my my, my headphone cord, so I like Whoa, 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 cream sauce. You have, like, drool going down your hand. Where? Right there. It's disgusting. Where? It's not drool, it's a piece of cake. Anyway. Ugh. Tastes even better the second time. We also played Bring like the Noise. Like your pussy. Bring the Noise by Anthrax and Public Enemy. Uh, comedy bit by Bill Hicks and The Ugliest Truth from the Red Cord. And still to come on the show, we have Paul from Between the Bear and Me. He's going to be joining us very shortly. Oh, we have a caller on the line. Uh, 917, you are on the Zach B. Totline. Hello. Hi. Oh, it's Jenny. Hey. Sid, are you eating cake? What? Yes, he is eating cake. Yes, yes. 
Yeah, I am. Are you supposed to be eating cake? <laughs> what do you mean? Of course I am. It's delicious. I said thank you. Why is he not supposed to be eating cake? Because he didn't do what he was supposed to do. Which and if is? he didn't do it, then he didn't get cake. <laughs> What's he supposed to do? He's supposed to meet a nice young lady off of Geek to Geek. Oh, I thought she wanted him to clean his toilets. <laughs> to her toilets, I mean. <laughs> yeah, apparently, I've we, been given um, an assignment. We gave Sid the the login information for Geek to Geek. Can you? Can you? Well, we have a lot of new listeners. You should go backtrack and say what you did for Sid. All right. So Jenny and I four two. For Jen, okay, so Jenny and I put Sid on this matchmaking website because we want to try to find him a nice girl. Uh-huh. So um, we created a profile for him, and we said that we were looking to set him up, and we talked to two girls, and he didn't like any of them. Can I just say, I don't want to interrupt you, but uh, I have to point out that I looked through that site with Sid, and about 90% of those girls were absolutely heinous. <laughs> Yep. Disgusting. <laughs> and one of them, the, and, and here's the here's the fucked up part is that uh, that we were on the air last week, and Jenny and Noah both say, "Oh, this girl, oh this girl would be perfect for Darren. Oh, she'd be perfect for Darren." I look, and the girl looks like she has fucking bee stings all over her fucking face. <laughs> but aren't you into that, Darren? Don't no, you bee sting. No, part? you're mistaken. She looked like she had a fat booty. So what? That's but not that, like I'd rather have a girl with a skinny booty. That, that booty is attached to a human being. Yeah, you it's guys, hideous. You guys are being so mean. She looked like a fucking that swamp girl. thing. And she's that really bitch. Really not that bad. And we're not saying it to her face. Good-looking people. Her picture, and they were like, "She's not hideous. She's not that bad." Wait, what did you just say, Jenny? Say that again. Uh, she's not that bad. No, no, no. The part before that. Oh, she's not hideous. No, no, no. Before that. She showed the photo to good-looking people. Yeah, yeah. So that's basically... So the given is that we here are not good-looking people. So she showed people who are better looking than us. Therefore, their opinions count more than ours. And they disagreed with what we said. Therefore, we should just agree with what good-looking people... Were they good-looking blind people? No. Did they feel the bumps on her face to see if she was attractive? Is Is there a geek to geek in Braille? Is that, is that what no. you showed them, the brand version of the website? By the way, at, at least I'm having sex, unlike some people on the phone right now, so, you know. Listen, I have plenty of sex. Okay. I'm not saying I don't, just don't enjoy like it. it. She just doesn't enjoy it. She doesn't want any. I'm just saying there's better things to do sometimes. Oh, okay. Like crocheting. Like making like, funfetti cake. No, like I agree with weed. I mean, no, uh, you can do like both. Like Dexter Marathon. Oh, you can yeah. do that while getting fucked. Just do a doggy style and face the TV. Set. No, because I'm usually with her when we're watching Dexter. So you have a guy too. You can have a four way going on while you're watching no, the show. No, like with my family. I want to know who these people are that thought that bitch was attractive. I want to see. Yeah. I, please names. Um, uh, my brother. Oh, you're lying. Get him on the phone. And he did not think she was. A, uh, oh, I was just gonna say whatever you want him to say to end the conversation. That's quicker. a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Sid, ew. But Tal said that you need a makeover, Sid. He's like, if Sid yeah. wouldn't look like such a slob, he wouldn't have issues. Oh. <laughs> so Jenny and I, the next mission is to take Sid take shopping. shopping. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh my God, that's going to be when exciting. Yeah, it has to be with your money, of course. I, it's you not want, like I'm broke until I get paid. I you understand the end result of this is that they hook you up with someone that looks like fucking Frankenstein's yeah, monster. Basically, basically, that's what they want. <laughs> because that's their, their their opinion of what you should be yeah, with. Yeah, I should be happy with whoever decides to open their legs for me. 
I should just be grateful and marry them. I saw your girlfriend was cute. She was had a weight problem, but yeah. she had a nice face. Though. That's most of the girls that I'm with. Yeah, she wasn't ugly at all. No. And uh, listen, listen, I just want to say. Better than that hideous creature on yes. the fucking site. Yes. Settle down, Darren. I just want to say if there are any ladies that uh, are attractive or not attractive, uh, give us a call. 646-929-1357. Sid wants to hear from you. Oh. Or if there are any guys that sound like ladies. <laughs> Well, if there are any ugly guys listening, call up and Noah will date you because she likes ugly people, apparently. exactly. She finds ugliness attractive. For you, she she does. What? (laughs) What? You have to look like Jesus. If you look like Jesus, call in. I'm guessing most of the people who listen to our show either look like regular Jesus or fat Jesus. (laughs) So one way or the other, it's a win-win, Noah. Maybe the Googler. I bet the Googler looks like Jesus. We should try to set up Noah with a date. We need to put Noah on Geek to Geek. What's the guy from Strapping Young Lad? No, I don't want to go on. I don't want to be on Geek to Geek. Oh, all of a sudden you're so offended. The big fat drummer. What's his name? Who? The big fat drummer from Strapping Young Lad. Oh, Gene Hoagland. Yeah, yeah. He looks the machine. He looks like fat Jesus. He's hot. I like Gene Hoagland. He's fucking hot. (laughs) So go on Geek to Geek and say you like guys that look like Gene Hoagland. Yes, Jenny. Did you did you just call my name? I found a very good dating website for you. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Hit me. Elvis to Elvis. It's called, I think it's called metallove.com. <laughs> what? Are you making these sites yourself? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Check the domain ownership. It's probably Jenny. <laughs> Actually, this is probably one of Rob's websites no. that he just bought the domain name there's for. No, there's, there's goth date. I've seen like a Google oh, ad no, for Vampire gossip. freaks. Well, no, Vampire Freaks is like a MySpace. It's like a social No, movie. it's oh, metal-dating.com, the worldwide metal community dating site. <laughs> but really, Rob's not even that metal. Oh, okay. I he see. could go on like hottopic.com and find somebody. <laughs> let's see. Let's see what type of... Uh... No, and metal date. No, the one that I was looking at yesterday was metaldating.net. Oh, there's a .com and a .net. Uh-huh. Rob actually, when he looks for women, he usually goes to hepatitisregistry.org. <laughs> That's where he finds most of his they'll, ladies. They'll have to have sex with me. Yeah. And I get registered. I wonder if there is there is like an stddate.com. Probably is. Check out the HIV, the HIV site. I would site. be too scared to put a profile on this site. Why? Well, you're not in metal. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm not. Some decent-looking ladies. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll apply to this, and then uh... I think Rob's going to be distracted from the live cast <laughs> yeah. for the rest of the All night. Right guys, you guys, you guys, do your thing. <laughs> I'm going to go find some ladies. I don't even know if this is an American. So, Sid, can we take you shopping? I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, We're going to take you to Express Please? for Men. Yeah, that's not going to happen. They're going to buy you a toupee. That's just not me. I'm not. I don't <laughs> oh, want to have to change <laughs> myself. Back up, yeah. Captain Shanks no, in the chat room. We, what do we have to do to get you? to... Let us take you shot, babe. Um, some lesbo shit. <laughs> I don't know. No, no. no. <laughs> just seem like the thing. Talk dirty to Noah right now. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> I, Cap- I just... Captain Shanks in the chat room is saying high times runs a dating site. There you go, Rob. That's all you. That that that's sounds like the girls are. Oh, they are. They're already fucked up. So their their judgment is already impaired. Yeah, perfect. I mean, <laughs> they can't run away. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, stop. All right, fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> you got some weed? All right, I guess I'll come on. There you go. That's probably where Noah has a profile. Stop. Don't tell everyone. You know what their motto is at that site? No means why not. <laughs> <laughs> no means whatever. <laughs> Our number again is 646-929-1357. That's a seven in so, French. That's Cajun. <laughs> Cajun, all right. Um, and? Goodbye so I can hang up the phone. Yeah, get out of here, Jenny. <laughs> We're done with you. Uh, I don't know. Should we take another uh, quick music break before we uh, put Paul on the line? Why not? Yeah, Should let's let's see what Darren has chosen for us. All right, more week. music from Darren. And uh, since Darren only had one comedy bit, uh, Sid had a comedy bit that keeps accidentally playing throughout the show. <laughs> yeah, so we might as well just... <laughs> so, uh, that's why you keep hearing a Pakistani man in the background. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's not Pakistani. Yeah, exactly. Other than the normal Pakistani man we have The guy that's show. tied up in the closet. <laughs> Wait a minute, no, what's I mean going Rob. on? <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Anyway, in this in this break, we're going to hear suicidal tendencies, entombed, and maybe some crotch duster if we have time. Ooh. On the metal injection live cast, and as soon as we come back, Paul will be here, or like shortly after we come back.
No, okay. It's, it, I'm not, that's like a street name for it. It's like a new drug cocktail called Cheese. And I read, all, I, I read like four or five news reports on it. They were like, there's this new drug called Cheese. It's sweeping the nation. Kids in the Midwest are doing it. It's an epidemic. It's a new drug. It's an epidemic. Then I looked up what Cheese is. Cheese is Tylenol PM and heroin. So really, it's heroin. It's mostly heroin. Heroin's doing the heavy lifting in this drug cocktail. It's not a new drug. It's mostly heroin. I can't put heroin on pancakes and go, I have a new drug. I call it shake cakes. You eat them every day. If you stop, you'll get the shakes. Don't forget the special shake sauce. It's maple syrup and heroin. Pour that on there. It's not a new drug is my point. It's mostly heroin. I think the last new drug was crystal meth, which you had to make in your bathtub. And if you fucked up while you were making it, everything would explode and you would die. That's how dangerous that drug is. Just trying to make it can kill you. And you make it just from shit you get at the store. To make cheese, you still need heroin. Just do the heroin. You already have heroin. Just do the heroin. That's my message to you guys tonight. Just do the heroin. I have t-shirts. All right, that's my time, guys. Thank you.
All right, we are back. We're uh, cutting that Entombed sh- song short because right now it's time for our special guest of the second hour who just hung up on us. Oh, no. All right, back to Entombed. Yeah, he wanted to hear more Entombed. All right. He was pissed. All right, back to Entombed. Okay, good. Wait, he's back. He's back. Let's I knew just that was a bad idea. <laughs> Let's just get to the call. On the line right now is our special guest from Between the Buried and Me. We have Paul on the line. Paul, are you there? Paul, are you Bye. <laughs> Paul. Paul. All right, we look. Hello? Hello, this is uh Dan. Uh, I'm a fan. I don't know if you expected this to be um, uh, between the buried and me. Yes, I did. I think uh, he has the same zip code as you. Where are you calling from, Dan? Oh. I am calling from Kansas, Hayes, Kansas. Okay, so he doesn't have the same zip code as you, but it's all oh, Rob. It's very similar. Okay, do every- you want to pretend to be Paul? We uh, yeah. Stopped entombed for this guy. Uh, everyone wants you to be Paul hey, right I'm now. Dan so the you Mexican man, so I'm cool. So don't you worry. So say something very interesting. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Dan, the Mexican man? <laughs> Nothing. I just first want to thank you guys for for metal injection. I, I love it, and it's fucking hilarious, and it's cool, and oh, it's thank neat you. and hip and awesome. And is Greg there right now? Excuse me. Is Greg from the Red Cord Band? No, no, he was on on earlier. He was also on on, on the phone, but oh, we can damn. pretend to be Greg. Well, By the way, Dan, I just want to say everyone in our chat room fucking hates you right now. <laughs> yeah, because you're <laughs> not Paul from Between the Bear and Me. I just I thought I'd like to let you know that all that hate is on your head. Do you right have any, Do you have anything to say to them? <laughs> um, they're great musicians and they're awesome. And no, no, no the people in the chat. Ears. The pe- <laughs> oh, the people in the chat. Yeah, the people in the chat can lick my taint. Nice. <laughs> all right. Thank you very much, Greg. Good we have another man. caller. We're gonna We're gonna pick him up, so we're not rude. But I thank you. I didn't right, know Kansas care, knew about taints. Thanks a lot, Dan. All right, uh, we have another. Yeah, I went to Kansas a few years ago and showed them all about nice. taints. We have another caller on the hotline who is not Paul from Between the Bear and Me. Darren that, is like the, uh, uh, the the Johnny Appleseed of taints. <laughs> Johnny Apple taint. Seven three four. I saw that movie. All right, guys. <laughs> guys. <laughs> Sorry for doing material. Stop Shit. Jeez. Seven three four. You're on the line. Are you there? Seven yeah. three. Who is this? This is Joe. What's up, Joe? Uh, not much. Talk with you. Hanging out. Uh, do you have a question of some sort? <laughs> uh, yeah. I was wondering when Paul's going to cut his hair. Uh, well, Paul's not on the phone yet, but uh, he should be calling in momentarily. He might be on the line right now. Oh, all right. But we're on with you. But uh, <laughs> thanks for the- keep keep listening, <laughs> and maybe he'll call in. We have another caller. We're going to get to. Thanks for calling in, Joe. Uh, 480, you are not Paul from Between the Bear and Me, but who are you? Hey, Nina. Who is this? Nina. It's Nina. Oh, Mina. Oh. It, it's yeah. it's, uh, it's for our friend from Arizona. I called in a couple of weeks ago. Uh, of Mex- course, of it's course. It's little Miss for Shundle. The Mexican. Yeah. What's That's going on? Girl. What's going on? Are you, are you a fan of Between the Bear and Me? I don't know who they are. Oh, well, you do now. Well, they're gonna... pretty bad. You know what, Nina? The whole chat hates so you too bad. now. <laughs> too bad. They're just jealous. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, at least at least I make an effort to like find out more bands. Exactly. Just, like, yeah, we appreciate the it. Exactly. 
Good job. Okay, mm-hmm. Nina, I'm sorry Thank we're going to have to uh, We're going to have to cut this short because we finally have Paul from Between the Barriers me on. Oh the line. my god. <laughs> Thank you for calling in Nina, but right now, for real this time, we have on the line the guitarist of Between the Barriers me, one of my favorite people. Paul, are you there? I'm here. What yes, finally. Hey. Well, we're out of time, so uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Paul, there, there, there are a ton of people in our uh, live chat room right now going nuts, splooging, because you're on the line. B- before, before you came on, they were all... They were all talking about what they were going to ask you and like all these questions. It's like it's like a like a, a girl getting ready for a date, you know. That, that's, that's what. So if you guys want to call and talk to Paul, that rhymes. Get our number is six four six nine two nine one three five seven. So Paul, let's talk about your album, The Great Misdirect. First of all, who is yeah. Misdirect, and have you ever met her husband, Mister Direct? <laughs> It's actually the great mist erect. Oh. I think I saw that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. And so, I mean, it's an awesome record. Very epic. Thank you. Uh, I like it a lot. Thank you. And uh, I'm, I could, well, you can keep thanking me. That's fine. Uh, I have a bunch of questions, but I think we should get some fan questions because our, our lines are blowing up. Are you saying you're not a fan, Rob? Uh, well, the fan, fans of because uh, anyway. you're a fan, and you, if you ask questions, that would also just, be fan. Okay, questions. moving on. <laughs> let's let's take four oh seven first because I think the seven through four we we just talked to four oh seven. Uh, you you are on the line on the uh, on, on the metal injection livecast with Paul from Between the Bear to Me. What is your question? Hi, um, Paul Trucci. I just have one question. Who won that ball game? Who won that ball game? Uh. Well, there's a lot of ball games going on in the world today. Um, the one you're speaking of, though, in reference to the, the little um, YouTube clip from the mm-hmm. Colors album, I can't remember who won that game. I want to say the Cleveland Cavaliers won that particular game. But I could go there. Are you sure Cavaliers won that ball game? That, that's, that's really all I want to know. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's who won that particular game. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's, that's about it. I mean, I really have no other questions. All right. <laughs> Thanks great, for your thanks. contribution. <laughs> great, great question. So, uh, did, he, did I mishear him, or did he call, did he call me Paul Trucci? Yes. Petrucci. Yes. Everyone is calling you Paul Petrucci tonight. A compliment. Paul, Paul, I think he actually like combined. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's Paul Petrucci. Trucci. People in the chat room are confirming this. It's like Brangelina. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, I never knew. I never... Dream that I would become one of those hybrid names like that. Well, you're so great that you are a combination name with just yourself without even marrying anyone. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to get through these questions quick because there are a bunch of them happening. I think our lines are, are packed now. So let's start at 734 uh, really quickly. Uh, what is your uh, what is your question for uh, Paul from Between the Bear and Me, 734? Uh, hey, Paul, I was just wondering when you're going to cut your hair. I've been waiting, man. <laughs> <laughs> you want me? So you want me to cut my hair? Yeah, dude. You don't like the long hair? I think I like the short look better. Really? Yeah, it's badass, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean the short look is a good, is a good look, but I had that look for about twenty-seven years. 
He's changing it up. Oh. <laughs> Plus, and I went with something different. I don't know. You know, I will. I probably will cut it eventually. You heard it here but, first. Uh, wow. <laughs> Paul, these guys are in love with you, man. I've grown a little bit attached to it. Breaking news. Okay, thank you very much for your, your question. Kenny Powers on the line, by the way. Thank you very much, Kenny. <laughs> 908, you are on the Metal Injection live cast with Paul. What is your question? That's Jersey. Man, that's a second. Yeah, I mean, it's short. Uh, 908, you're on delay here. Cut him. <laughs> Sorry, 908, we're going to have to let you go. That was Thor Shredge team. Uh, 908, uh, lower your speakers and give us a call back. 203. Let's go to 203. I think this is the most calls we've ever gotten. <laughs> 203, you're on the, on the line with Paul from Between the Bear to Me. What is your question? Hey, what's up, Paul? Um, I just had a, a quick question. Um, why'd, you, uh, why'd you abandon us on your forums, man? Oh, shit. Uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, shit. Yeah, cat's out. <laughs> what, what, what forum was, oh, the forum. The forum, man. Uh, you know, I still, believe it or not, I still, I still peruse the forum from time to time. Who's your favorite poster? I don't post anymore. Come on, guys. Come on. All right. Let's move it along. 217. That was just creepy. (laughs) How does it feel, Paul, to have a bunch of guys that are so gay for you? That's great. (laughs) 217, you're on the line with Paul. Uh, How about a good question here? Something with depth. Hello. Hello. This is the (laughs) anti-Googler. Oh, the anti-Googler. What do you have to say? Yes. Yes. For Paul, is it true that you enjoy hamburger meat? (laughs) No, that would be false. False. You do not enjoy hamburger meat. Okay, thank you, Googler. Anti-Googler. See, usually the Googler calls in with a question that's a a factual truth, but I guess he changed it up. Flipped the script on us a little bit. (laughs) So this guy's like a repeat, a repeat caller. Yes. Like, yes. Uh, okay. Anytime, anytime we have a band on, he'll call in uh, and uh-huh. uh, you know quiz them about things that are obviously uh, you know we had Tim from As I Lay Dying and he called in. He's like, "Is it true that you play music?" Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. So now he's the anti Googler, which means he's going to call in and ask you questions that he knows are not true. So this is this is crazy. This is a huge advancement. We're very excited <laughs> in the plot. Uh, let's. <laughs> this is like in Jurassic Park when the Raptors learned how to open doors. It's like now they're completely unstoppable. There's no holding back the Googler now. Let's move it on. Two three nine. You are on the phone with Paul. What is your question? Hey, number one, uh, don't cut your hair because it's awesome. All right. uh, number two, uh, what was your uh, main inspiration behind writing the uh, new album? Um, oh, first, well, first, again, thanks for the compliments on my hair. <laughs> uh, I do. I, I gotta say, I owe a lot of it to uh, the kind folks over over at uh, Verbal Essences. Conditioner. <laughs> and uh, as far as the inspiration, I don't know. You know, we uh, we uh. We, uh Listen to a lot of stuff, man. A lot of old prog records, a lot of heavy stuff. You know, I guess the uh, same same stuff that influences all our records, but you know, they all come out a little bit different. Right. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I think we went back to some of the older Dr. elements in the band uh, from the earlier. Uh, hopefully, made something worth worthwhile, worth a worth a listen or two. Cool. Uh, I want speaking of speaking of uh, prog bands. It was just announced that you guys are going to be touring with uh, Cynic and Devin Townsend. 
and scale the yeah. summit, which is yeah. pretty much the best tour ever. <laughs> it's I a, hope so, man. Yeah. It's front runner for we tour are, of the year. Are you guys headlining well, that, that tour? Yeah, we're we're headlining, and uh, which is going to feel weird because you know we're you know most of the guys mm-hmm. in our band are uh, <clears throat> we're older you know guys. I'm you know thirty years old, but you know Cynic and Devin Townsend they've been around a lot longer, right? And you know we grew up you know listening to that stuff. I mean you know uh, Focus the, the the legendary you know Cynic album was like you know, huge album. That was a huge influence on us. So to be touring with those guys is a, just a real honor and uh, kind of surreal. And, you know, same with them and Alan, you know, just, uh look up to him so much, you know, musically. And, um, he's just such a creative guy. So, yeah, man, it's just going to be an awesome tour. And I think Scale the Summit's going to bring a little bit of the uh, sort of new school prog that's uh, sort of happening right now, the instrumental prog metal. It's becoming uh, pretty popular, so should be a good tour, man. Should be something for everybody, I hope. Pretty excited, pretty excited. And uh, yeah, right, let, let's take a few more callers, because uh, seriously, people okay. are not stopping. 908, you're on the line with Paul. Hello. Uh, I Hello. was wondering if uh, Paul, um, yeah. what costs more, your PRS guitar or your PRS tattoo? <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, the I, well, you know, the tattoo actually. Wow. Tattoo. Well, there you right. And well, I was also wondering oh, why Offscurin sounds like the Doom 2 soundtrack. The Doom, wait, what? Does it sound like Doom 2? I don't know anything about it, man. I've got a Nintendo DS. I've got Mario Kart. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, thank you for your call. 407. Uh, you are now on the line with Paul from Between the Bear and Me. What is your question? Hello? Yes. Yes. Um, Sean's a faggot? Okay. Also, what do you think about Dusty and Breaking Edge? I, I didn't hear it. I heard Blake and Dusty, but I didn't hear that. Uh, I think he said, what do you think of uh, Dusty Breaking Edge? I think that was the question. Oh, Dusty Breaking Edge? I think he did that when he was like 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. All right. Very good. Yeah, I don't think I knew him when he broke Edge. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. There you go. Moving on. We're moving on to something with, with depth, hopefully. We don't like have d- call screen. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, we should really start screening. We usually just get like four calls. So this is 217. Hopefully this is a good call. Uh, let's. Uh, I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that like ultimate like offensive question. You know. <laughs> let's see if we can get there. Sean's a faggot. Wasn't I'm offensive. Nerve. I'm like a little bit on edge every single person that calls in. I'm like, man, this is this going to be the one? You know, or, <laughs> you know, personal attack on me or something, or know some sort of deep dark secret that, <laughs> on uh, your you Wikipedia know, page. I'm, just I'm just hope, waiting for it. Hope the Googler doesn't call in. Two one seven. Let's. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, Let's hear your question. Did someone mention the Googler? Oh! <laughs> He's back. <laughs> yes, Googler. Paul, is it true yeah. you were born February 10th, 1979 and are an avid fan of progressive rock? <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Those are, those are both factual, yes. I was born in the 70s. <laughs> Thank you, Googler. I'm a child of the 70s. 
<laughs> All right, now we have someone. With... I, I got a lot of respect for the Googler, man. The Googler is on top of his game. Yeah, the Googler shit. does his research. I mean, he's not like one of these. Uh... He redeemed himself after the uh, hamburger. <laughs> he's not like the binger. That guy doesn't do anything. <laughs> now, uh, is it hard? Like, you know, you're vegan. Is it hard to find stuff on the road to eat? Or do you guys kind of like know a good not... spot in like every area? Yeah, we know spots. And, uh, you know, it's gotten a lot easier over the years. I mean, when we first. When I first started touring, it was pretty much impossible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, pretty much just ate nuts and twigs all day long. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, nowadays it's uh, pretty easy, man. You can go into pretty much any grocery store and they got stuff. And a lot of a lot of restaurants popping up that have uh, vegan food. So, yeah, it's not, not too hard anymore. So what's your uh, favorite vegan dish? Ooh, man, it's a tough one. Well, I can say that my favorite vegan place, my favorite vegan restaurant is a place in uh, Tucson, Arizona, of all places. And it's called Lovin' Spoonfuls. Ooh. And it's uh, it's basically just like soul food, like good old comfort food, but it's all vegan. But they have like country fried steak and um, you know mashed potatoes with gravy and all kinds of delicious stuff that, you know, us vegans don't really get to indulge in very much. So, what do they use to make the uh, steak? Like, Sorry. Soy. What do they use to make the what? The steak. Like, how do they make non-meat steak? Uh, they use, um, well, you, I mean, there's several ways. I, I can't remember what they use exactly, but there's several ways you can do it. You can use uh, either um, soy, soy protein, mm-hmm. or uh, wheat gluten, which is commonly known as seitan. Um mm. And I, I want to say they use wheat gluten, but it's very good. It has, you know, a meaty texture. It's very, like fibrous for lack of a better word but it's uh it's really delicious so if anybody's curious about eating some vegan food and you're ever in tucson arizona look for uh loving spoonfuls there you go there you go let's go back to the lines <laughs> see if we can get that question someone on skype is giving us a call because the phone number is one 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 well you just gave away the guy's home <laughs> phone number what the yeah. fuck man so uh, if you're talking That's to us tough. on skype you're on the line with paul Hello? Yes. Hello. Hey, um, Paul, I'm just wondering, uh, I heard you're coming to Toronto uh, in January. Um, Are we? I'm just wondering know. if you could sign my downloaded copy of the album when you're there. <laughs> <laughs> He's honest. Yeah, I'll be happy to, man. You're going to have to commit to that now, yeah. though. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that would right, be actually. Uh, I think that happened, though. Like. <laughs> You, be, you better be there like, to sign my al- the album. Cause, there you yeah. go. I-, I wonder if your autograph fits on a flash drive. <laughs> you email him the autograph. It's an email signature. All right, let's keep it going. That was close to an awkward question, but uh, 978. The delivery was more awkward. I think it was meant to be offensive, but in, in, in all reality, we don't care if you download the record. Right. I mean, it's not like you're seeing any royalties from Victory anyway, right? And most, most bands don't because, you know, truth be told, bands don't really get paid off of... Uh, CD sales, so right. Um, down, download away. I don't really give a shit. There you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> nine uh, <laughs> nine seven eight. You're on the line. Uh, do you have a question for Paul? Paul, this is Kanye West. I just want to say the great Mister Rick is good, but Colas was the best album of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Thanks. Kanye. Okay. All right, Kanye West is a fan. Welcome to August, <laughs> yeah. when that joke was funny. All right. Uh, At least he's trying. He's trying. He's trying. I if you call that trying, sure. Wait, wait. Uh, we have another call. Hold okay, on. let's get him on the line. Hello, this is the balloon boy. 
There we go. That's better. That's more timely. I just want to say, uh, while I was trapped in the garage, I listened to all the Between the Bird and Me albums. Wow. Wow. All right. You sound like you've grown up, Balloon Boy. <laughs> yeah, I've got a cold. Two, three, nine. Let's get you on the line with Paul. This is your big moment. Don't ruin it. Two, three, nine. You're on the line. All right. Well, Paul, first off, The Great Misdirect is by far the album of the year. And... Hey. uh I want to know, what was your uh, reason between uh, switching from Ibanez to uh, Paul Reed Smith? Because they're completely opposite feeling guitars. Oh, shit. They are. You put you're, it out there. You're right. Um, well, uh, you know, to answer that question, I still, and I'm not saying this to be you know, politically correct, I still love Ibanez guitars. I have all of my Ibanez guitars. I'm never going to sell them. I still love them. But, um, you know, the direction we were, I guess, moving towards, we needed uh a more versatile instrument and uh you know i don't know uh prs sort of it just sort of fell into our lap kind of you know we met the guy on the um the progressive nation tour um you know obviously opeth plays prs guitars so uh we met the guy he was cool and and uh offered to hook us up with some stuff and to try out and dusty and i both just sort of fell in love with those guitars man and again not trying to uh not going to say anything bad about Ibanez. We still love Ibanez guitars, but yeah, the uh, the PRSs are just kind of a I don't know a more mature, like classier maybe instrument, and uh, they're just more versatile. So that's why ultimately we decided to go with those. There you go. And uh, the, sorry, two three nine. What was that? Uh, how's the uh, Mason Mark Five treating you? Oh, I love the Mark Five, man. <laughs> Never thought I would play a non. Little rectifier, but it man, the Mark V is great. Yeah, I noticed your that. your clean tone was way better live. Yeah, yeah, the clean is uh, much better on the Mark V. That's that's the big thing, and I think the clean on the Mark V is pretty much based on the uh, Mesa Lone Star, and then um, and just in general, you know, it's a punchier. Even on the distortion channel, it's a punchier tone. It's a lot more uh, you know clear sounding, but have the sponginess of the rectifier. So yeah, I love the Mark V. There you go. Thank you for your question. Now, uh, Paul, I wanted to uh, tell you something. Earlier, we had Greg from the Red Chord on. And, uh, I'm Greg. <laughs> well, he had some not-so-nice things to say about you guys. He called you a hippie. He called you a hippie. He said he one called of you, me a hippie? Yes. He said one of you guys pushed him once. He said Blake looked at him one day. There's like a feud brewing because obviously your album came out the same week as theirs. So we were thinking, yeah. we were, you know, he talks shit on you guys, so you should talk shit on the red cord. We'll edit together a little press release. <laughs> Start a little controversy yeah, well, to spike up album sales. Greg will be the first to admit the red cord is just a bunch of wash ups. They're, uh, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, they're it's all assholes. <laughs> and, and, and Greg will freely admit to this. They're liars. <laughs> and they're uh, probably, and we've toured with a lot of bands. They are the worst band to tour with. <laughs> they're, they're, Why is that? They're grumpy. You know, they even affectionately refer to themselves as mass holes, you know. <laughs> and uh, they're just not a, not a good group of guys, man. No, no. And Greg is the leader of the pack. Right. He's a terrible human being. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'm not offended by anything that he says. I've been called worse by better, as they say. <laughs> so, I heard the red cord actually gave Patrick Swayze cancer. I don't know if that's true. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past him. A rumor going around. Terrible group of people. Now, also, uh, we asked him this, and we want to ask you this. Uh, since you, your albums come out on the same week, 
And, you know, with the economy and all, some people can't afford to buy two albums. So which album mm-hmm. should people buy? Well, I mean, they should buy ours. <laughs> Funny enough, Greg said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing meaning yours. Yours, yeah. He also said you should no, buy You it. know, honestly, they should, they should just download both of them for free. <laughs> Not buy either. I'm just saving their money. <laughs> they should save their money and buy the new Converge. <laughs> ah, another great album. They should just see you guys on tour and buy a shirt. Right, because that's where the money. Yeah, buy a shirt. Yeah, there you we go. actually get that money. So. Get more money from a shirt than the CD. Yeah. But then, how is Tony Victory going to make rent? <laughs> if people don't buy your album, come on. Who's going to speak up for Tony Victory? Oh. And what about the dog food for the non-existent dog? <laughs> On the victory, the dog. That dog isn't real. He doesn't own a dog. Wait, I have no idea what you're talking about. On the victory logo, there's a dog, mm-hmm. the pit bull or whatever. Okay. It's not like it's just a. Symbol. Did he say that he owned it? Uh, it was just assumed. By who? Me. <laughs> All right, let's get to the questions. <laughs> we got a ton of. We got five, six people on the line. We're gonna have to let Paul go pretty soon. Ever so, uh, I know these people are just really into you, man. Uh, let's go with five hundred nine. That's a area code I haven't uh, recognized. Five hundred nine. You're on the line. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for Paul. Okay. Um, uh, there's like really long songs in the Great Misdirect. Do you like sit through recording all of the riffs, or do you like cut and paste? Uh, we don't we don't cut and paste. Um, that would be cheating. But we do uh, we record you know some some things in segments. I mean we don't just roll uh, tape or roll hard drive. I guess nowadays um, <laughs> yeah, and, and play all the riffs. You know we uh, we do you know bits and pieces. You know but. Uh, yeah, uh, we, don't, we don't we don't we don't cut and paste. Everything you hear is is actually played. We don't um, you know record a, record one measure and then you know reproduce it digitally four times. You know to complete the to complete the phrase. We uh, everything is played. But yeah, we record things in, in chunks. I wanted to ask you as well. Um, how do you know, like writing like a ten minute song? How do you know when the song is done? <laughs> You know, like how do you know? Like, all right, all right, <laughs> let's move on to that. Or, or did you write this as like a whole album? This one, no. This one's more. You know, we just wrote songs, right? Whereas Colors sort of wrote. You know, the whole obviously we kind of wrote the whole the whole thing as one piece. But this we definitely just sort of wrote as uh, individual songs. And I don't know. I think you know. To be honest, we just got so used to writing long songs mm-hmm. that now it just I don't know. It just happens. You know, like when we wrote that. Uh, the last song, the album "Swim to the Moon." I mean, when we were writing it, it, it didn't feel like we were, you know, that it was that long. Right. And then we recorded like the demo of it. We were like, "Crisis!" Things like eighteen minutes, you know. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like we've just gotten used to doing that. You, get, you guys just get and so, so into it. it. Is it true that every I guess time so, the band you know, there's a song, like, that... I think a lot of it is too is like all of us write, you know, so everybody's got another idea, you know, so right. everybody's like, Oh, and then we can do this. So, you know, and then we end up doing it because, you know, we don't care. It's not like we're trying to write a radio hit or anything. Right. So, I mean, uh, we just do it. We don't really care. So everyone sort of comes in with like parts to a song and then you guys kind of like put it together as, as a group, like jam it out. Is that how it works? Yeah. You know, everybody kind of writes on their own and then brings stuff to the table and, um, you know, it might start out with like a really simple idea or it might, you know, somebody might come in with like 
three or four minutes of music that's you know written and we just sort of build from that and, um yeah we'll sort of go from there but yeah everybody everybody always has ideas it seems like which is a good thing but yeah, yeah it leads to some pretty long songs cool cool all right we have, a, we have a few more callers uh i believe the googler is on the line uh <laughs> googler Hello? are you there this is not the googler uh-oh this is the insulter. Uh-oh. This is a new person. <laughs> yes, here's that, call. here's that call I've been worried about. I have a statement for Paul. Uh-oh. Yes. Go eat a hamburger, you vegan hippie bastard. Okay, oh. thank you. <laughs> Below wow. the belt. Wow, Below too far. Below the belt. He, he could have done better than that, man. I'm disappointed. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, I was hyped up about that guy for a while. Now I'm disappointed. Yeah, all that hype. <laughs> yeah, done much better than that. All right, 407, uh, do you have a, a good question or perhaps an insult for Paul? Hi, um, this is BMP trying to redeem myself. Um, I just have one question, not so much trying to hate on Paul, but what did Paul, what do you think about um, Rolling Stones rating The Great Misdirected, the worst album of 2009? One of the worst, I'm sorry. What? Is that really true? Did, did they? Did yeah, they really? It's a great. This track is one of the worst albums of 2009. That's really, I mean, I thought it was ridiculous, but yeah. Oh, that's fine with me. Uh, like, when has when Rolling Stone magazine been relevant? When yeah, was the last been, time? It's been a few decades. <laughs> yeah, thank you, 407. Uh, 845, you've been waiting I'm on I'm actually forever. amazed that somebody at Rolling Stone heard the album. Yeah, look at it that way, right? <laughs> That's, yeah, that's quite an accomplishment. I, I'm sure a lot of B, BT band fans read Rolling Stone religiously too, so it really affects yeah. your market share. <laughs> I, this is big, just big off metal the, publication, right? This yeah. just came in on the wire. Uh, Between the Buried and Me rated Rolling Stone the worst magazine of 2009. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what Cat Fancy thinks of your band. <laughs> They loved it. <laughs> Any other irrelevant magazines? We get because to Jet, what is Jet magazine? Yes, Any animal, Jet. animal uh, magazine, love because they're not in danger of being eaten by anyone in the band. Cigar aficionado loves your magazine. <laughs> your, your band. So that's something. Eight four five. We've been waiting on for, yeah. sports. Of course. Eight four five. Uh, I think you're on the air now. Can you hear us? Can we? Can we hear you? Hello. Yes, you're on the air. Hello. You can hear me. Yep. Hey, Paul. Yes. Uh-oh. Were you born on February 10th, 1979? <laughs> yes. Somebody already asked that. We have a Googler imposter. We have a repeater. <laughs> <laughs> you have long hair still? I still do have long hair. It's getting okay, longer by the day. Yes, sir. Wow, unbelievable. Someone's trying to pick up the pieces <laughs> unbelievable. of the Googler What's happening? behind. Um. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, we still have five, four, four numbers on. Oh, five. Just five. say something and stick with it. Let's just. Uh, all right, Let, let's just take two more callers, then we'll let Paul go. How about that? Is that cool, Paul? Two. I mean, that's fine, man. You got somewhere to be? <laughs> no, man. I'm sitting here by the fire. We got. I got a nice little fire built outside on this uh, little patio. Oh, wow! You own your own place, so or... yeah. You own your own house? In true, even uh, I do, but I'm actually at uh, our drummer's uh, house, oh, okay. which is actually his parents' house. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, our drummer lives with his parents. Wow, you heard but, it here first. Um, <laughs> but he's much younger than I am. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm 30 years old. I have no good reason to live with my parents. <laughs> so, 
rent free. That's the good reason. So uh, you got that caller? Oh, yeah, let's get him on. No, but who are we putting on? Let's put uh, 816. Hello. Yes. Hello. You guys there? Yep. I think so. All right. I got three questions for you, Paul. Oh, three. Wow. First, it seems like, well, they'll be fast, all right. Uh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It seems like a lot of bands in this genre, you know, detune the guitars or mess around with seven. Uh, I was wondering why you guys came upon C sharp, you know? Why that tuning? Uh, you're probably not going to like this answer because it's extremely obscure, but uh, back when I first started play, well, not when I first started playing guitar, but when I first started getting into you know metal, uh, there was a North Carolina band called Day of Suffering, and you guys have probably never heard of them, but uh, awesome band, but they weren't around for very long, and they tuned to C sharp just for some reason. And so uh, I just... I just started doing it so I could play their songs. <laughs> and it just stuck, man. We've been playing it in sharp okay. ever since. Okay. To, uh, you were talking about the recording process earlier. I was curious, what part took the most takes and how many takes did it <laughs> That's an awesome question. I wish I had a, an answer. I don't remember. But probably... Um, Christ, man. Uh... I mean, it would definitely be a part, some part in Swim to the Moon, I'm sure. Because, man, I, I mean, pretty much every part is beast in that song. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. Probably some sort of solo or something, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, there's there's some parts that I've, you know, come pretty close to just throwing my guitar through the window and calling it calling it a career. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, yeah, there's, I mean, definitely, you know, there's definitely some parts that took, you know, right. 30, 40, my, my final. Oh, 40. boy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. All right, final final question then. Since I'm a mess, I'm a member of your message board, you know, I'm, I'm eating Cheetos all the time, and I got the cheese all over my fingers. You know, what's what's the best way to get it off my fingers? Um, yeah, so, you know, just a nice quality uh, soap. You know, soap and water. Maybe dial. Okay, that's good. You know, I'm in my parents' basement 24-7, and I just can't get out. Yeah, it's hard to get out of there, you know. You get logged on to the net, find a good mess board. Yeah, it's hard to leave. You won't leave. (laughs) All right, thank you. I'll try to leave eventually. (laughs) Good luck, sir. Thank you for calling in. Uh, Let's take 203. How about that? Wait, trying. Real quick, um, what happened with... The, the guitar tone on Alaska. Oh God! Uh, no, that's, that's a good question, man. I'm not offended by it. Uh, we, you know, it was a, we had someone else mix that record, and uh, you know, different different guys like different things. He wanted to reamp the guitars with a with a different amp that we're not really into, and uh, you know, just didn't come out like we wanted. But you know, there's deadlines and this and that, and basically we didn't have. Uh, Hands were kind of tied, so it came out like it is. What's that? Uh, are you planning to remaster it? Um, you know, there's actually a... Uh, it, it probably will never come out, but we have uh, remixed that album just for our own uh, personal satisfaction, and it sounds awesome. <laughs> so you whether guys or not it'll come out, the light of is probably not a good chance, but um, <laughs> yeah, we did, we did that just for our own 
uh, personal interest. All right, cool. Thank you for calling in. Uh, I have a question. Am I allowed to ask questions yeah. too? I guess you're a call. You have to call in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've seen Between the Barrier to Me several times. And usually when yeah. I go to shows, I'm like one of those people that stands with their hands crossed and likes to look at the bands on stage. But every single Between the Barrier and Me show has been so crazy in the audience. Like, I think we've seen you at Hellfest and like people started like storming the stage and stuff. And I've always wondered, like, do the musicians enjoy that? Like, would you rather people watch your performance and... You know, like see what you guys are doing because obviously it's not just three chords that you're playing. You're you're obviously playing playing something right. very intimate. So I just wanted to see what your take was on that on the on the audience's reaction. Yeah. That's a good question because I think you know, especially as as you get older as a musician, you would rather, or you, at least you think you would rather people just you know watch you and and be interested in hearing your music or whatever. But at the same time, sometimes when you play live and and, and if, if that's the case, you know, if people are just sort of standing there looking at you, you feel like you played badly or, you know, didn't put on a good show or whatever. You know, after the show, you're like, why didn't anybody move around? So, um, you know, sometimes you feel like validated if people are uh, punching each other and going crazy. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to say that I would I would prefer people to just watch us. Cool. But, you know, to be honest, um, I, I feel like we play better and put on a better show when people are, you know, punching themselves and going crazy. So I don't know. It's sort of a double-edged sword. I don't know what I, I don't know what I would prefer. You know, we did that, we did that dream theater tour and a lot of those venues were like sit down theaters, you know, and it was a little bit awkward. I got to say, right. but, um, I don't know. Were, were like the older dream theater fans like into you guys? Were they feeling it? Oh no, 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 not at all. <laughs> Well, dream dream you know, theater fans have to like they hit themselves in the chest and stuff, and then they have their pacemakers break down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the dream theater uh, tour, like they sold like these VIP tickets, and those people got to sit, you know, at the very front. Mm-hmm. And those those are like the diehard dream theater fans. So like when we played, I mean they were just like, I mean they stared at us like we had you know tumors growing out of our head. <laughs> it was just like, it was, it was so awkward, man. And a lot of them were like older guys, you know, in the 40s or 50s or whatever. So almost felt sorry for them. I was like, God, these poor bastards paid like, you know, 150 bucks for this ticket and they got to sit through this garbage. <laughs> you know? But, uh, so, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, you know, a few of those shows are a little rough just because, you know, the only people you see are the first couple rows and those are the people that probably hate you the most. Right. So, uh, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, right, Let's take one final question because we're running uh, pretty low on time. Uh, Let's see who we got here. Uh, Should we take another Skype question? Let's take the Skype person. Skype. Oh, sounds like you're in a storm. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. Yes. This is uh, Dusty Warren. Now I want to ask if you can fucking stop eating cookies in bed, you motherfucking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't like that. That I'm not going to answer that question. That wasn't really a question, but I will say this, that a fox, a real-life fox just ran past me. Oh, wow. (laughs) I think they're both outside. This is the closest I've ever been to a fox in person. 
What is that wind? <laughs> okay. That's what this caller is in the nature scene. In a little six six one. You are the last question. Let's make it a good one. Six six one. Hello. Yeah. Yes. Hello. Yes. Hey, Paul. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering, uh, are you guys going to come out with some sort of guitar tab book for the Great Misdirect? Um, I think we probably will. Uh, we can ever. I can never get the motivation to do one. Those things take forever to to write out. But yeah, I think we probably will. All right, there you not, go. Just not sure when, but yeah, definitely okay. we'll have one. All right, one last one because this dude's annoying me in the chat room. Two three nine. <laughs> Let's go to this dude and then we're done. Two three nine. Let's pick it up. All right, sorry. Um, what and Swim of the Moon? What solo is Paul's and what solos are Dusty's? Because I thought the first one sounded like Dusty's tone and then it went to Paul's but then when I saw the DVD it said it was Paul's so which uh, is Paul's and which solos is Dusty okay and Swim to the Moon the first solo is mine and then there's and then there's a second one that comes in with like a brighter tone and a, like a wah pedal sort of and that one is also mine right and then and then Dusty's comes in <laughs> okay alright thank you Yes, sir. All right, all right. I know I keep saying last one, but this guy's been in the chat room for like four hours, so I feel bad. Let's let's take it. 407. <laughs> 407, this Hi, better Paul. be good. Hi, Paul. Yes, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Um, I have one quick, it's a two-part question, really. Um, when, if, or when or if, um, are you guys going to get off victory? And what are the chances of you guys joining Rise Records? Because I would love to see you guys tour with Attack Attack. They're my favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the comedy, I hope. <laughs> I mean, well, I guess I can answer the first question. We're, yeah. uh, we're still on Victory Records, so uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if we'll leave Victory or not or whatever, but uh, this album's on Victory, and yeah, we're going to see how it does. So. There you go. We'll and see from there. Plus, you don't have to be on Rise Records to tour with Attack Attack. You guys can set that up anyway, right, guys? No, no, no. You have to be on. Uh, you have to be on. You, to, you can only tour with bands on your label. Well, you know why? That's why you're touring with us. It, it costs a lot of money to hire all those power squatters to go on the stage. They have 40 <laughs> professional power squatters <laughs> while they play. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, I've never even heard the band. I'm so out of the loop, man. No, you're you're better off. You really, sure you, you're really well, not missing. Here's what you do: take every band from every genre and play them all at the same time, and that's Attack Attack. Yeah, it's pretty, oh, okay. It's well, you know, I, I have I have uh, I have been to the Rise Records website, and I was was not impressed with the roster. No, no. I no. checked it out. No. The Bleeding, Bleeding Through signed to Rise Records. The Bleeding Through are good friends of ours, and so I was like, oh, they signed to Rise Records. Let me check this out. And man, it's pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. Pretty rough band, yeah. I, I don't want to be a shit talker, but man, yeah. Pretty rough stuff going on there. It's not shit talk when it's truth. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, anyway, so Paul, thank you so much for uh, calling, calling in. 
And uh, my pleasure, man. I, you know, I had no idea that this was like some sort of live radio thing. But it was yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. Well, I, we just started doing this like a a little under a, little, a year ago. Yeah, in December will be a year. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's been. This is your segment has definitely been the most responded to segment. <laughs> like we have never had this many callers. Uh, continue. Oh, well, like, that's awesome, man. Lines are blowing up for you. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I'm uh, stoked that could be a part of it. And then uh, I feel relieved, man. I felt like I was just like on the hot seat. I was yeah. just, like I said, I was waiting for that call with somebody with some crazy, you know, personal attack, but it never really happened. So. <laughs> well, they did so, say you should eat meat. Salt be well. Right. right. Thanks. The insulter, though, he got you pretty good with the with the eating meat. <laughs> that that was. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he got me. I mean, there's. I could have been gotten much harder. I think. <laughs> right, right. Well, cool. Thanks again for uh, uh, calling in. And do you have a favorite track on the new CD? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm already pretty sick of all of them. You're over <laughs> that. Uh, right. So but, I guess we'll play the know, shortest think, one. Uh, track, uh, probably track four is my favorite, Fossil Genera. Oh, that's interesting, interesting. That's a hot a hot number for me. My my early favorite, like I haven't really consumed the record yet, but my early favorite is uh, Disease Injury Madness. Rob, you're not supposed to eat it. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> but uh, That's another one. I like that one a lot, too. Yeah. Uh, I, there's always a part, like in the middle, there's like a change. Always gets me like headbanging really hard. Hard. Oh. Okay. A- anyway. <laughs> anyway, thanks again for calling in. We would we would play a track, but they, they all would make us go over our lot of time. So oh. we can we can play a little snippet. Oh. We'll play a little snippet of a fossil yeah, fossil genera. And uh, thanks again, Paul, yeah. for calling in. Make sure uh, you guys are playing a Halloween show, right? Uh, coming up in your hometown. We are in Asheville. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so uh, check that out. And then you guys are going to be on the road with Cynic, Devin Townsend Project, and Scale Summit. That is a tour. Not to be missed. Are you guys going to be playing this from beginning to end on the, on the tour? Um, or just a few songs? We haven't, decided, we haven't decided yet if we're going to do that or not. Mm-hmm. You know, we did that with the Colors album. We actually right. got a lot of, uh, caught a lot of flack for that because people wanted to hear other songs and we yeah. didn't really play them. So I don't know what we're going to do. I think you guys should just play the old records beginning to end. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, we'll probably not play any new stuff. <laughs> yeah, just, just the first record. And Silent Circus. That's Has anybody it. ever done that? Toured in support of a new CD and then not played anything <laughs> off of that CD? It would be ballsy. It would it be, be revolutionary. I think when St. Anger came out, the Metallica <laughs> did that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a friend of mine just saw Metallica with Lamb of God. He said they didn't play anything off of St. Anger. Yeah, they haven't been doing that since... Like, I think the first tour, they played it and that was it. But, like, do they? how do they sound? Yeah, they probably- do, they, do they sound, like, really old now or what? Uh, he said they sounded great, man. He said they played a lot of old shit, and they sounded, you know, sounded good. So. That's good because every video uh, I've seen kind of turns me off to seeing them. But I mean, I, I still am anxious to see if they could actually have any energy, you know, live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. I mean, I wouldn't even, I definitely wouldn't really pay to see them. But right, uh, <laughs> but we have <laughs> ways of getting in. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you guys got hookups. Right. <laughs> well, all right. Thanks again, man. And uh, you know. Good luck. Enjoy your bonfire. Because you really need it. And uh, if that fox comes around. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you soon. There you go. There you go. Paul from Between the Bear and Me calling in. Great guy. Great band. 
Wonderful people. Thanks to all the callers as well. We still have people on the line. Let's just cycle through these people and like be like, hello, goodbye. Uh, <laughs> Why? Uh, 908, hello. Hello. Goodbye. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> 785, hello. Damn the Mexican man. One. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> One. There we go. Hello, goodbyes. Uh... That was a show. Uh, there was a point where my home phone number was on the screen. I didn't understand what that was about. So why don't we take it? I knew it. I had a parents. feeling it was your mom. I don't. I don't want my mom call her up. The show. Why not? Uh, <laughs> Hold on. We got her on the line. Robert. Robert. <laughs> what is this buried between the buried and me? You're going to be buried. She probably wanted to hook your sister up with with Paul. Sounds like a nice young He's man. He owns a house. Yeah. He has money. A four oh seven. Oh, four oh seven and nine oh eight. Let's do a what? What's going on? Oh, we only have a minute left. Four oh seven. Really? Hello. Goodbye. Four oh seven. Wait. This is BMP one. My goodbye. Shut up. Ninety seconds. Goodbye. <laughs> nine oh eight. Hello. Why don't you let them talk? 908-307. Because when they say something, then we hang up on them, so... 908? Oh, you hung up on me! Uh, One. The other 908. 908-319. Hello. Hi, what, what area, what zip code is this? Zip code, area code? What, it's damn form, all the way. Hell yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> 60 seconds. 60 seconds oh left to the live stream, so... Well, like, Play the Slayer now. Well, no. For a minute. Uh, well, we Where are we going to play time. Between the Barrier yeah. and Me? Well, what we'll, we'll, we'll do, we'll just uh, play it on. The, we'll, uh, well, I mean, we'll just play the Between oh, the Barrier and Me. Oh, it's your home phone over again, Rob. Pick it up. Oh, oh. no. Oh, no. Come oh, on. No. Come on. Hello? Hello. Hello. You're on the 718. air. Hello? It's your mom just breathing. Does Darth Vader live it's in your house? my mom. Who is it? <laughs> Hello? Robert, I am your father. <laughs> All right, hang up, hang no, up. No, this, no, this, no, 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 what is this? What's going on? We have 20 seconds. That's, no, we can do overtime. This is, this is a mission. No, they're going to cut off. Look inside your heart. You know it to be true. Ten seconds. All right, either, someone in my house is just really bored. Someone has <laughs> just killed the last minute of our show. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Uh, wait, I think we could still take callers. It's eight four five. Can we? Uh, can we take the Did call? I let Noah click on it first. Wow. Can we take no. it? No. no. Oh, sorry, sorry eight four five. Anymore. Wait. Hello. Eight four five. Hello. <laughs> Who is this? Hello. Yes. Hello. Yes. Hi. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've been hello goodbye. Darn. All right. Let's four zero two. Last last caller. Wait. Let's go back to your home phone number. No one there. 718? <laughs> no one there. They're saying... Does your mom have laryngitis or something? What, what is going on? Is, I think my phone number is being ghosted because that sounds how, like nobody could, in my house. Who would ghost your phone number, though? How is that even... Who would have your phone number in the first yeah. place and then ghost it? <laughs> Hello? Rob, is it true this is your phone number? Oh, Whoa! The Googler just crossed a line. What? Wow. The Googler. Yes, has that was my phone number. And how the hell is he on? We have no callers on the board. <laughs> the call is oh coming from inside God. the house. The oh call is coming God. from inside the house. 
Googler oh, just God. killed your entire family. <laughs> oh, wow, that is so creepy. Oh, Googler, I thought we were boys. <laughs> the Googler just became oh. a serious superhero. Oh, Googler. Or a mass killer. I just peed myself a little and not in a good way, Googler. <laughs> Is it true that we're all moving now? <laughs> yeah. Is it yeah, true that we're all chasing our phone number? Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> you Googler. Wow. What a reveal. I think that should be the, the episode title. Rob, is it true that this is your phone number? Oh, no, but how do you do that? How do you... How do you uh, how do you I have do no that? Idea. Is it possible without him being? We in should. House? We like, should. I got it. We should Google it. Do you ah. have like your fo- your home phone number. Post Damn it! Google's not working. <laughs> He's disabled it. Uh, anyway, wow, that was a great show. Goodbye. That was a fantastic show. Uh, thank you very much to Paul from Between the Buried and Me, Greg from the Red Cord, people from the BT Bam Forum blowing up our uh, our uh, our chat room. Uh, and thank you to everyone else. Ew. Just burped some beer. Thank you to the Googler, the anti-Googler, the insulter. But Googler, you went too far today. Yeah, that was <laughs> sort of not cool. But uh, let's end the show on a high note in that I'm going to get high and listen to this track from Between the Buried and Me. I'm going to go into a different room.
Thank you.